What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the In Situ Collective podcast. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about something that you probably don't think impacts your health as much as it does. So digital well-being, it's a big topic. It's a lot to cover, but it's very hard to sort of put it in a basket and say this is what you've got to do and all that sort of stuff because the generation coming through now are probably the ones that are going to be affected by it the most when we grew up we had you know access to tvs and video games and that sort of stuff but we didn't have phones tablets portable games yeah social media all that sort of stuff so you know it's good to pay attention to all these things that we're talking about now and see how it actually affects your life I feel like there's two main ones and I feel like that goes into the bigger picture. So mental health, physical health, and obviously those two go into the longevity of your life and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And how digital, the digital life is going to affect your ability to live a long and healthy, happy life. I think what I've found the digital life is affecting so much for me at the minute is my mental health. Mm. I feel like... Uh, before Jack mentioned us talking about this topic, I had already been starting to implement some things to try and prevent my use, I guess, of social media, my phone in general. Yeah. Um, but so the more that I'm reading about it and learning about your phone being like on you all the time and you being on your phone all the time, the more I don't want to be on it. And just like the last few days, I feel like... Like I read a book called How to Break Up With Your Phone, right? <laughs> I've got some facts for, from that book that I think are super interesting. But I just feel like for the last three days, probably I have been avoiding social media in particular, I guess. And my ability to think <laughs> and like I feel much less stressed and I remember so much more. And it's just like three days. And that's the impact that I've seen already. (laughs) And it's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, But it's crazy, isn't it? Like your phone is a part of who you are now. Literally. Uh, uh, We we sort of sometimes go on each other's phones and it's like you're going into somebody else's personality and life. Because you open up the phone and automatically, you know, you don't know where you are. Yeah. Because it's completely different to how I set up my phone and I don't know where your apps are. I don't know how to even function your phone, but it's exactly the same phone. Yeah. It's just set up differently. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, There was something I was reading and the author mentioned how, like, electronics give us, like, a window to the world, but also they chain us down tie us down so much you know because we can't live without it like yeah maybe we can see a lot more and do a lot more with our phones but we can't not use them so like we are tethered to them now. yeah yeah it's it's a crazy sort of like you can't live with it you can't live without your phone and like you said it's great because we're so connected now you have access to so much more information like you know what this. we're doing now <laughs> and all that sort of stuff but yet Obesity, I've said this before, obesity levels, you know, heart diseases, all, all these sort of, you know, met, like wellness diseases, you could say, are getting more and more and more. But the more information out there on these, how to prevent them is there. But yet... People don't implement it. Yeah. Because I feel like in the past, we've never had the 
opportunity to sit there and binge Netflix for four hours or mm. scroll social media without even thinking about it for two hours or like there wasn't as much entertainment available like you would have to actively try and entertain yourself a lot more in the past yeah whereas now you don't have to barely lift a finger and you can be entertained for 12 hours straight you know so of course you're not going to want to go outside or exercise when you're distracted and also I guess the internet just like sucks you into like a wormhole and you don't even realize half the time mm. how much time you've spent on social media, playing games, whatever yeah. it is. Um, so basically, and it's not just your phone. I feel like the digital yeah. wellness, like innovations, all that sort of stuff that keep us from moving and doing stuff. And that's sort of where I wanted to sort of start with um, physical health. So. Obviously, we've spoken about this on the podcast how many times? Blue light is very bad for you, especially at night time. So blue light blockers, all that sort of stuff are gonna help prevent that blue light from entering into your eyes and keeping you up at night. Um, so, you know, go back and listen to other podcasts on sleep. We've spoken about that too many times. But it's not only that, like you think about it, like we've got dry uh, washers and dryers now, mm. vacuum cleaners that, you know, vacuum your house, then you don't even have to do anything. Lawn mowers. Now you've got lawn mowers yeah. that'll mow your lawn without even you lifting a finger. All that sort of stuff. It's just making us very inactive. Combine that with like the blue light and all that sort of stuff, you know, it, it's sort of creating this world where we don't know what it, the long-term effects on your body is gonna be. But the one thing we can, we do know not being active is very unhealthy. And like, obviously we don't know, but I feel like there's a lot of evidence suggesting that it does shorten your life being yeah. inactive. Like, uh, I can't remember when, a couple of weeks ago, we did a longevity podcast. And one of the things that we spoke about was how much less neat. So like the things like Jack just mentioned, like mowing the lawns and cleaning, how much less of that we do now and how the people that live in these blue zones, that's mm. all they do yeah. is neat. And then like in Western society, that's almost completely eliminated mm. from our lifestyle. Yeah. And it's not so much that the phones and the, and the all the new inventions and all that sort of stuff are ruining our lives. It's more like these people in the blue zone still have mobile phones, all that sort of stuff, but they just don't rely on them as much. Like they'll go and hang the washing out. They'll go on mow the lawns. They'll pick their own veggies, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's not as if you have to get rid of all your devices, all that sort of stuff. It's just how to incorporate them into your life and still be active. Yeah. And not relying on the gym. I feel like a little bit of a segue, but how much technology is coming out now that, you know, we talk about Pelotons and, you know, divide, like, you know, treadmills, rails, all that sort of stuff that have a screen on it. Mm. You know, long-term use on that, is that a good thing? Like, I feel like that sort of stuff is, you know, again, we don't know the full effects of, you know, just training in front of a screen all the time. Um, you sort of disconnect from the world a little bit too much when you could be going outside and doing these things. Yeah, and I feel like going to the gym is one time when you have the perfect opportunity to disengage mm. from technology. Yep. And now they're bringing technology into that. Mm. and. Like so many studies have shown that the more you engage in technology, specifically social media, the worse your memory gets, the worse 
like your ability to focus gets, the worse your ability to problem solve gets because your brain never actually has the opportunity to form long-term memories, to yeah. actually think about stuff because you're on social media and there's links and videos and ads and notifications. So your brain never actually stops and thinks about stuff because it keeps getting notified and keeps changing its course of focus. So how are we meant to like learn stuff and remember the new things and then you go to the gym and you're still watching yeah. videos and stuff and you're so disconnected from your body yeah so you're working out but you're not actually working out you're just moving you're not connecting with your body yeah like you, it's intended to i guess yeah um so i guess anything else on the physical side of things that you wanted to touch on before we dive into the mental health, I guess, yeah. side. So I guess just for everybody out there, it's just paying attention to how much technology is stopping you from moving. Yeah. Um, I guess a couple of tips would be to, you know, just look around the house and how many of these devices have you got? Do you take your phone on a walk? You know, if you're walking outside do you and going for a walk around the block or, you know, a run, do you really need to take your phone with you? Mm. Um, so just disconnecting from like, you know, technology when you're exercising i feel like is a big benefit as well absolutely um yeah a little bit hard to, I, I just want to <laughs> obviously there's probably my clients out there that are online and say well jack we train online and yeah. do all that sort of stuff and yeah obviously there's a little bit of connection there and it's my way of helping people but it's just sort of being aware of how much it's actually impacting your health and wellness as well yeah for sure I guess going into the mental health side of things, um, one prime example of how, I want to not agitated, how active your brain is while you're using these devices, while you're around these devices. Like I feel like a lot of people are going to work on a laptop or a phone and then they come home, they probably watch TV or scroll social media. And one example that I think everyone will be able to relate to is when you have a shower I'm sure that you think of the best ideas ever or you remember all of the things that you need to do that you haven't been able to do. And if you're not really following us at yet and you're like, well, I don't really think that technology has a negative impact on my life, like you guys are saying, just do you think of things in the shower or when you're laying down to go to bed? Because I'm sure all of our clients I know do that one. Like when they go to bed, they're like, oh, there's so many things I have to do. <laughs> And that's a perfect example of how technology is negatively affecting your brain's ability to think because in the shower, you can't do anything else. There's no technology, I hope. <laughs> um, you're just showering. So then your brain is just doing its thing and it's not being distracted. So you actually think of the things that you need to do or the things that you might have learnt that you should be remembering and mm. stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I guess trying to not eliminate, we're not saying get rid of technology, but just lessen the amount of technology is going to be, especially social media, is going to be so, so beneficial for mental health. Um, I guess from my experience, it just like reduces anxiety like tenfold, I feel, because you post something on social media and then you're waiting for likes or comments or some sort of interaction. So you're always like waiting for the notifications. And even if you're not, I find... I get on social media because I feel like I'm going to miss something. Mm. What is there to miss? Like, I'm actually not going to miss anything. And I feel like the longer I stay off it, the better I feel about being worried about not missing anything. Yeah. And social media is a weird one. Like you said, you get obsessed with all the likes and everything like that. But And then you're obsessed with what you're going to miss. But 
we all post just the highlights of our life. Exactly. It's not like you're going to miss something super important. Like, you know, when you're friends and family and something's actually going on, usually it's through a text message or messenger and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Not a post. Yeah. The stuff that you're actually missing and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I've sort of been trying to catch myself and I'm sure you're going to dive into that a little bit about the apps and stuff like that that you got me onto yeah. about the help with, you know, trying to eliminate social media and same thing I experienced um, that as well. Like once you go off it, you feel like you can be off it and not have to worry too much about it. Yeah. And it's still there, still interact with people, still, you know, post every now and then, do all that sort of stuff. But again, it's I feel like it's, you just got to take that step back and think about or, you know, have that time to think about your relationship with the certain app or technology that you're using. Yeah. Um, one point that I read the other day was about how social media apps are specifically designed to keep you hooked. Mm. So, like, think about it. Like, are you actually choosing to use it or you're just doing it out of a habit, you yeah. know? Like, it's designed to keep you there. Like, you don't pay them anything, so what are they getting out of it? Your attention. You're literally paying them with your attention. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. I just, like, the more I think about it, the more... I want to say wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Not wrong, maybe. I don't know. But one... A uh, fact or statistic I should say that I came across was 64% of women and 48% of men reported looking at their phones during sex. 64% of women. That's more than half of the population has re reported looking at their phones during sex. But that's an addiction, right? Yeah. Like if you can't not do something, you're, it's an addiction. Especially something as, I guess, involved as sex yeah. and you're... Obviously, it's just like whether, like, you know, it's on the, the bedside table and they're paying Get more attention to it. Or something. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah, <laughs> just that blew my mind. Yeah. Um, but I guess we go into ways that people can sort of start to break up with their phone slash, slash social, social media. For sure. Uh, I guess the first and most important thing that we have done is eliminate notifications. Mm. So, like, Apple. I guess does do a lot to offer you the opportunity to help with your relationship with your device. I don't know about many other devices because we don't really use much technology apart from computer and phone, mm. TV. Anyway, so you can silence or do not disturb your notifications on your phone so you're not constantly checking it. And I feel like I used to get that sensation where you think you've got a notification, you, you feel your leg vibrate and your phone's not even on you. Yeah. I don't get that anymore. Do yeah. you get that? No, and I feel like that's the best place for people to start with is to get rid of the notifications on your phone, yeah. on your apps as well. So, um, yeah, that was a great... You, you did that first and I think I followed as well. Yeah, so you can get on iPhones, you can get like a do not disturb feature so you don't get notified at all. But then also, like, I highly recommend getting rid of the little number that yeah, is yeah, on the app. Yeah. Because even if you're not getting notifications, it's still going to be a habit to unlock your phone and then you're going to see the number there and then you're going to go on the app. Because that, again, that is something that they've put into the phone to take you back into the app. Yeah. So as soon as you see those little numbers, you want to go back into the app and as soon as you're in the app, then they keep you there. Yeah. So that's, again, that's just another way to get you back onto whatever you were, you know, whatever app you're addicted to. Yeah. The next thing I think that we've de done in our process, I guess you could call it, was I got the app, an app called Zen, Z-E-N. 
Um, and Jack just got this, what, last weekend maybe yeah. on his phone. So essentially you link it to whatever social media you want to spend less time on or whatever app you want to spend less time on. Um, and through the Shortcuts app on Apple, you can link it to, so I've linked it to Instagram. So when I open Instagram, um, it takes me out of Instagram and into the Zen app and it counts down from five maybe. And five seconds, yeah. Yeah, so you can't get into Instagram for five seconds and you're just like sitting there like waiting and then a little thing will pop up and say, continue to Instagram. Mm. So it's got like a big button that says, I don't want to open Instagram. So you can choose to click that within the five seconds or you can wait and then go, okay, I want to go to Instagram. Yeah. So I got that. And the first week, probably, I kept, I just go on my phone and automatically open Instagram. That's the app that I go to the most, or it was. It's not anymore. Um, and then I kept going into my phone and opening Instagram, and then that would pop up. And I'm like, what am I even doing here? Mm. What, am, what am I going on Instagram for? I don't really message anyone on there. I don't need a post, do a post or a story. So I'm just going on there to scroll. So then I feel like every time that popped up, it made me reflect on what I'm doing. Like, why? Yeah. Has that been like your same experience with it? Yeah, 100%. So like we've said this in the past, you can't improve what you don't track. Yeah. And that goes for this as well. So if you're sitting there and you're thinking like, what am I addicted to? Uh, well, I'm not addicted to my um, phone or anything like that. Put this... just rewind <laughs> go back and listen to what Mac just said set it up it's a little bit of a process setting it up but it's just such a good way to see how many times you go into that app yeah because it does keep a tally too yeah of how many times you've actually waited five seconds and proceeded to open Instagram yeah because when you first did it I'm like yeah I don't need to do that like I don't open it that much but as soon as I put it on my phone I was like holy shit <laughs> like, all the time. <laughs> every time I open up my phone I'm just straight into Instagram even, you know why, because Jack was hesitant for a while and then we would stop watching TV about 8.30 and Jack would go on Instagram and start scrolling and I'm like, what are you doing? Get yeah. off. <laughs> it, it does make it hard because I have a couple of conversations going with my clients. Yeah. Uh, or just general like general chit chat with mates and stuff like that on Instagram. So it's hard because it the messaging is within the app yeah. where Facebook has the, messenger. Yeah. It's separated, which is quite nice. Yeah. But, um, I feel like the next step would be to just, um, give you like, I'm not there yet, <laughs> <laughs> but give yourself, you've mentioned this. I'm not sure if you're doing it yet, but like two hours within the day, like one hour in the morning, one hour in the afternoon on that app. I'm doing 20 minutes. 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon. And how, how did you sort that out? How did you start doing that, I guess you could say? Uh, well, I just, so I try not to open it Instagram in the morning, mm -hmm. right? And then when I've decided that I want to either post a story, I have to have something to post. Mm -hmm. That's I have to have a reason to go on Instagram, I've decided. And then I like go on at a, what do you, a round number. So like I need to go on at nine o'clock and then I, have 20 minutes to do whatever. And most of the time I'm not on there for 20 minutes. Mm. I post my story and I get off. Okay. And then if I feel like I want to go back on the in the afternoon, then I've been going back on, but I've really been going on once a day, mm. sometimes zero. Yeah. And um, for everybody out there saying, oh, how the hell do you do that? Get rid of your notifications. I feel like that is probably yeah. the, and the little numbers, anything to pop up with the app. Um, because it, I felt like that was the biggest empowering part of this whole process of just turning off all the notifications mm. because 
it sort of gives you the power back of when you can go into the app. Yeah, 100%. Instead of the app sort of telling you, you need to go back onto it. Yeah. Um, and even set a timer if you want to, if you want to, if you think two times is not enough, then I don't know, start with four times a day, but set a timer for 20 minutes hmm. and, or just try and go on there to do something. Like, yep. don't just go on there to scroll. Yeah, done with that. I was going to say, anything else left on I've got, social media? and Yeah, I've got so much. <laughs> um, I know, I'll just go over if, two If more you like that topic points. and you want us to go a little bit deeper, obviously we can do a whole episode on just social media and all that sort of stuff. Please do let us know in the comments below or reach out um, on the website or on social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let us know if you want to hear more about that. Um, because again, we're not saying you have to get off all digital devices. No, we're just helping you try and make a healthy balance, I yeah. guess. Just so you can accomplish more in life as um, well. This next one is my the go-to thing that I do for accomplishing more in study and work, I guess. Okay. So I think it's super important to set no phone zones. I don't really know if you have any apart from the bedroom. So <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't have phones in the bedroom. Yeah. Um, and then I don't take my phone to the desk. And I'm sure if we had a dinner table, we would have no phones at the dinner table as well. But just, cl cl just set clear zones. So like never, ever, it'll take a while, but never take your phone to that place. So mm. I try to never take my phone to the desk, into the office at all, actually. Sometimes I take my phone into the office and then I'm like, why do I have it here? And I put it on the chair, but just having it on the chair, I'm like, <laughs> and what was I, I was talking to Jack about a study the other day that they did and they had a group of people with their phone on the desk face down next to them. Um, people with their phone in their bag on the floor next to them and people with their phone out of the room and they all did a test and the people with their phone out of the room did like 45% better on the test than the people that had their phone near them. Yeah. Even if it's face down on silent, doesn't matter. Your brain's still like, oh, I could be getting something there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that just, again, that sort of comes back to like working out and just having some time away from your phone, especially when you're outside and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people want to take their phones with them on walks and all that sort of stuff, take photos and let everybody know that they're walking. Walking. But you don't need to. No. No. It's much, I feel like it's so much better, like you get more out of the walk. Like, cause we would, we do go for walks in the morning and I used to put a video of the beach on Instagram stories every single morning and then we we're at dinner and a friend said to me oh what happened like don't you go to the beach anymore and I was like oh yeah no we still go I just don't go on Instagram in the morning mm. because I feel like as soon as I go on Instagram it distracts my ability to focus from anything important yeah so yeah um the last tip because I feel like I'm going for a while yep. is to clean your screen so you have like every ability under the sun to have your home screen, is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Set up how you want it. Mm. So set it up that in a way that's gonna make whatever you wanna achieve. Like if you wanna get more work done, if you wanna get more study done, set it up in a way that's gonna support that, I guess, because it is hard to break the habit of just grabbing your phone and unlocking it. So what I mean by that is, I don't know, put all social media like in a folder and four pages away so you have to scroll to get to it um, yep. and just have the apps that are productive apps, I guess, on your home screen and easily visible. And then I guess another thing for the cleaning your screen would be the notifications, little numbers mm. and stuff like that. Um, 
and I feel like that sort of, like I've said this several times, especially to all my clients who have home gyms, have your home gym set up and nice, neat and clean because yeah. it makes you want to use it. If you go in there and your gym's half set up and you've got stuff over there on top of your bench and then your barbell and your dumbbells are un under some clutter over here and you've got to clean up every single time before you work out, you're not going to want to work out. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like if you're, especially for us, because we do use technology for our business, it's you've got to clean it up and have all the stuff that distracts you elsewhere. Yeah. And um, so you can get straight into your work and you want to do it and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. not only devices around, but like Max said, on your computer, um, on your phones, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I guess for our clients who do use like the True Coach app to mm. look at their program, I feel like most people would look at their program on their phone now. Yep. Um, I just make myself, I feel like it's very common, especially the type of training we do, to do a set, scroll social media, do mm. a set, scroll social media. So I just, once I open the True Coach app, I have a rule that I can't get out of it. Mm. I can watch Jack's demo videos a hundred times if I want, because <laughs> it's entertaining if that's what you're after. But yeah, I feel like that just eliminates the distractions as well in the gym. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> Like I said, this is a massive topic, so we could dive a lot deeper into all these topics. Um, we could dive into, you know, we could do a whole episode on how blue light ruins your eyes and, you know. Your brain. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't know for sure, but again, science is sort of pointing to the direction of um, long exposure to blue light is gonna make up, you know, you're gonna end up losing your sight earlier in, in life. So again, the, we haven't got the data to actually show that because blue light hasn't been around for that long or we haven't had this much exposure to blue light yeah, so no one in a really whole generation. Yet. So no one really knows. So again, we could do a whole topic on each one of these. So, But if you have enjoyed this podcast, uh, video, YouTube podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit like, subscribe, follow wherever you're listening along and so you don't miss another show and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in and see you there. Bye.